Welcome back to Mocha's Jams. This episode, we will discuss famous poems. <laughs> the 100 most famous poems are, uh, are a list from a website called Discovery Poetry. And some of these are traditional poems that are in the public domain as well. I'm your host, Mocha Sister, and I'm only going to share a few of these poems because they're quite lengthy, including this first one by Mr. Edgar Allan Poe, and so I'm going to get into that shortly. And thank you for returning to Mocha's Jams, where we talk about poetry, lyricism, and all things in the poetry realm. The first poet is Edgar Allan Poe. He was an American writer, poet, editor, and literary critic. He's best known for his poetry and short stories particularly his tales of mystery and the macabre, you know, like more on the horror genre. genre. Um, he, he died at age 40, pretty young. Um, he graduated from University of Virginia. He was in the military academy. Um, and so that's that piece there. Um, he's regarded as the central figure of romanticism in United States and American literature. So this poem is called The Raven that a lot of people like and is listed as the number one poem on this particular list. So we're going to go through maybe three stanzas because this is pretty long. The Raven. Once upon a midnight dreary while I pondered weak and weary over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore. While I nodded, nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping, as of someone gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. "'Tis some visitor,' I muttered, tapping at my chamber door, only this and nothing more. Ah, distinctly I remember, it was the bleak December, and each separate dying ember, wrought its ghost upon the floor. Eagerly I wished the morrow, vainly I had sought to borrow, for my book's surcease of sorrow. Sorrow for the lost Lenore, for the rare and radiant maiden, whom the angels name Lenore, nameless here forevermore. And the silken sad uncertain rustling of each purple curtain thrilled me, filled me with fantastic terrors never felt before. So that now, to steal the beating of my heart, I stood repeating, "'Tis some visitor entreating, and trance at my chamber door, some late visitor entreating, and trance at my chamber door. This is it, and nothing more." Robert Frost is back again. We talked about Robert Frost in the previous um, episode, so... His poem called The Road Not Taken is one that I learned when I was in elementary school and heard it again in high school. It's a very poem that a lot of us were introduced to. The Road Not Taken. Two roads diverged in a yellow wood, but sorry I could not travel both. And be one traveler long I stood and looked down one as far as I could to where it bent the undergrowth then took the other as just as fair, having perhaps the better claim, because it was grassy and wanted wear. 
though as for that passing there, had warned them really about the same. And both that morning equally lay in leaves, no step, had trodden black. Oh, I kept the first for another day. Yet knowing how way leads on to way, I doubt if I should ever come back. I shall be telling this with a sigh. Somewhere ages and ages hence, two roads diverged in a wood. And I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. The next poem is basically another American poet that we know. Emily Dickinson is amazing. Um, she's been around for, um, she was around for a long time as well. Um, she was born in 1830. She died in 1886. A little known during her life, she was regarded as the most important figure uh, in American poetry. She was born in Massachusetts to a prominent family with strong ties. Um, and, um, she had lots of volumes of, of poetry. The family was considered eccentric and especially she was, she lived her life in isolation. A lot of people really didn't know about her, but, you know, she wrote 1800 poems in one letter. The poems were usually edited significantly to fit conventional poetic rules, but they were unique for her era. Her poems contained short lines and lacked titles, which I could feel her on that because I don't write a lot of titles sometimes. I struggle with was I'm going to put a title on a poem, but that's just me. She used slant rhyme and unconventional capitalization and punctuation. Uh, many of her poems dealt with death and immortality. Uh, those are recurring topics in letters to her friends and also things about society, nature, and spirituality. Um, so um, if you want to know more about her, there's so much to say about Emily. But we're going to delve into her poem that is called Because I Could Not Stop for Death. Because I could not stop for death, he kindly stopped for me. The carriage held but just ourselves an immortality. We slowly drove, he knew no haste, and I had to put away my labor and my leisure too for his civility. We passed the school where children played, their lessons scarcely done. We passed the fields of gazing grain, we passed the setting sun. We paused before a house that seemed the swelling of the ground. The roof was scarcely visible, the scornage but a mound. Since then, tis it centuries, but each feels shorter than the day. I first surmised the horse's head were toward eternity. As I look at this list, it's like a list of 100 poems. I keep seeing some of the same writers on it. You know, Emily Dickinson is on here multiple times. John Keats. Uh, Robert Frost is on here a few times. Elizabeth uh, Barrett Browning, which is a great poem. Sonnet 43, How Do I Love Thee? This is a whole poem about love and it's kind of like more like a dedication poem. William Shakespeare is uh, number 23. He's talking about love as well. He's doing a sonnet poem as well. So I see 
see that this list is just amazing. Like it has like Walt Whitman, uh, Alfred Lord Tennyson, a few times, Sean Don, Henry Watson, Longfellow, a lot of traditional poets. Um, the last one I want to leave you with is by Ralph Waldo Emerson. And I'm like, I don't know too much about him, but let's, let's see what we can find out about Ralph Waldo <laughs> Emerson. Um, I think it's important to know these poets too. Uh, looks like he was born in 1803 and he died in 1882. He went by his middle name, Waldo. He was an American uh, essayist, lecturer, philosopher, abolitionist, and poet who led the transitional movement of the mid-19th century. Um, and his ideology was disseminated through dozens of published essays and more than 1,500 public lectures. My goodness, that's a lot of lectures. So um, he has an amazing background. It's, oof, it's very lengthy. Um, but yeah, I'm going to delve into his poem, uh, Concord Hymn. By the rude bridge that arched the flood, their flag to April's breeze unfurled. Here once the embattled farmer stood and fired the shot heard around the world. The foe long since in silence slept. Alike the conqueror silent sleeps, and time the ruined bridge has swept down the dark stream which seaward creeps. On this green bank by the soft stream, we set today a vault of strong that memory may their deed redeem when, like our sires, our sons are gone. Spirit that made those heroes dare to die and leave their children free, bid time and nature gently spare the shaft we raise to them and thee.